Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The federal government has to step up. I was in Washington, D.C. last week talking to members of Customs and Border Patrol, um, National FEMA, ICE, um, and uh, DHS. And we made it very clear, I made it very clear, that our expectation is that they were going to have a plan that features communication and collaboration uh, with interior cities. And they must do that, and they must do that soon. I know that they are under um, enormous pressures. This is not a new challenge at the border, but this is a new uh, challenge for us, and we need federal support, resources, communication, and collaboration, and that has to come in short order. That's right. You live to see the day that you agreed with the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. No, God! Yes! No, God, please, no! Uh Uh-huh. No! Yep. No! Yes, you do. No! Scream all you want. The facts remain. Maybe this move of illegal immigrants across the country is actually going to do the job of getting people to talk about the border. Now, we'll get into the insanity parts. You've got uh, the, the, the declaration that it's just a political stunt. You got the declaration that it's not Christian. You've got Governor Gavin Newsom saying that sending illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard or to Washington, D.C. or to Chicago, well, it's kidnapping. Kidnapping. I'm going to say that again. They're saying it's kidnapping. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Not at all. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on? 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I didn't say you couldn't disagree with the practice. Kidnapping? Oh, if someone believes it's kidnapping, you want to discuss that, I am all ears. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I've actually been, if you follow my Twitter feed, I've been engaged in a back and forth on, on, on this subject. Um, and it's, it's, with a, it's with a guy who I guess is a nice enough cat. I know him because when I was 17, I went to Israel with, with a group, and he was part of the group. Nice dude. I think the problem is, is that he still thinks we're 17. And his arguments come from this, this uh, progressive, near childlike point of view. And he actually wanted to argue this idea that first referring to immigrants as illegal immigrants is dehumanizing. And then uh, it's, it's kidnapping. And he wrote to me, I said, I guess we need a better word for, quote, taking people to a distant place while lying to them about where they're going and then leaving them and their belongings out someplace where they don't even know where they are. Well, as I responded to him, kidnapping is the action of abducting someone and holding them captive. So, yeah, you're going to need a better word than kidnapping. What a nonsensical, ridiculous thing to say. Ridiculous. 
Immigrants, uh, illegal immigrants get moved across the country. It's always important to know we're talking about illegal immigrants, not legal immigrants. We have had Joe Biden sending flights to New York, flights to Florida in the middle of the night, by the way, so they can't be discussed, so nobody will see them. What a what a a remarkably horrific thing to say. It's kidnapping. It's not kidnapping. What garbage nonsensical talking point this is. We have a problem at the southern border to which many people in the country turn the other way because they don't live at the southern border. They're not in Del Rio. They're not in El Paso, so therefore it doesn't matter. Speaking of El Paso, El Paso, Texas has a uh, Uh, places that can't keep up. They cannot keep up with the amount of illegal immigration. The, the, The surge has overwhelmed Border Patrol and shelters in El Paso. As a result, Border Patrol was forced to release more than 1,000 paroled migrants onto the streets of El Paso on Tuesday. Yet I'm told that the issue in Martha's Vineyard is that, of course, uh, they, they don't have the resources to handle this. They don't have the infrastructure for this. They don't have the infrastructure for this. Who the bloody hell has the infrastructure for this? May I ask that question? And so we get people like Chuck Todd who want to say this. And it's all due to treating people as political pawns leaving some migrants who might have been misled to believe they were going elsewhere, as reported by NPR, on a literal island that doesn't have any infrastructure designed to help them at all. In a word, it's inhumane. Inhumane is having a border that's this porous and not engaging legislation to make it stop. That's inhumane. And if Chuck Todd had any level of decency in him whatsoever, he would state that fact. Both parties have failed us here. And so what we need to do is we need to get it fixed. Thus, I was discussing the other day, because I live in Indiana, I was discussing the Indiana plan. I don't know. Let's put together a plan with the congressional delegation of Indiana, which has Republicans and Democrats, seven Republicans and two Democrats. Here's how we want to deal with the border. Let's start with this. Maybe the people of Kentucky have the Kentucky plan. Maybe the people of Georgia have the Georgia plan, the peach plan, they can call it. Ooh, it'll be sweet and delicious. We need to put an end to illegal immigration, not legal immigration. We need to embrace legal immigration. We need to encourage legal immigration. We want the best of the best from all around the globe to realize that the American dream, the American idea and ideal is the one that will allow them the most amount of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, or at least give them the chance to pursue happiness. This is where you want to be. Let's go to work. We should want that. We should encourage that. We should build that. Of course we should. We should discourage illegal immigration. We should not allow illegal immigration. We should fight those people who believe in illegal immigration. Well, Tony, see, the problem is no person is illegal. That's not true. That's not true at all. It is not degrading or dehumanizing to refer to somebody as an illegal immigrant. 
person on Twitter says it's an it's another thing altogether. Uh, it's another reminder they write of how Republicans dehumanize and demonize immigrants and refugees, particularly those coming from Latin America. Well, how does one respond to someone who starts with a lie? Because I'm not talking about immigrants or refugees, and you know there's a difference between an immigrant and a refugee. An immigrant is looking simply to move. A refugee is escaping. There's a difference between the things. Yazidis, or the Yazidi, are refugees. People coming from Colombia are migrants. Well, Tony, you don't know how bad things are in, in, in Colombia. I'm not disagreeing that things are bad in Colombia. I'm saying you might have to fight for your country. If you're asking me if I'm taking in able-bodied men from Colombia, the answer is no, go fight for your country. El Salvador, go fight for your country. Fight those cartels. Nicaragua, where we're seeing unbelievable strife. You got to fight to have a better country. We're seeing now an influx of Venezuelans. You're fleeing communism. I absolutely positively understand that. And if we want to be a nation who says you're fleeing communism, we got you covered. I can live with that. You better believe I can live with that. And right now there's a conversation whether or not this is a protected group that can't be uh, turned away. Just because you're fleeing communism doesn't mean you can't be turned away. If you're fleeing communism and you're a child predator, you can be turned away. Yes, you can. Watch me do it. Hey, you're turned away. Next. See how easy that was? My gosh. Well, I, could, I could go pro. I could go pro. I could do this all day, folk. My dear folks. You just got to be honest and clear about the fact that we won't accept certain things. And I won't accept anybody who wants to confuse immigrants and refugees with illegal immigrants. We're not talking about people who come to the country legally. We're talking about people who enter the country illegally. Don't tell me I can't call them an illegal immigrant. Of course I can. It's not rude. It is the correct terminology. And I'm not going to allow the Orwellian wordsmiths out there to try and manipulate the conversation so somehow things don't mean what they actually mean. I will not lie to you. I will not lie to myself. People here illegally are here illegally. They are illegal immigrants. That's the terminology. Fact, data, it matters greatly. And if we really wanted to discuss where the inhumanity is, it is Congress doing nothing. Doing nothing. This was Governor Ron DeSantis addressing the sending of illegal immigrants uh, to Martha's Vineyard. Biden's border policies. And so that's involved a number of things. We've had different operations in the Panhandle where we've stopped uh, human smugglers. There have been tr criminal charges brought. There have been drugs seized. There have been a whole bunch of things. But yes, if you have folks that are inclined to think Florida is a good place, our message to them is we are not a sanctuary state. And it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. That does not sound like a guy who's going to be given up on this anytime soon. As a matter of fact, there was a great, great piece about this 
when uh, somebody uh, said uh, to uh, to to Florida, um, you know, we're we're compassionate and we're loving and 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 we're we're so so kind and and we don't we don't mind, uh, you know, you sending uh, the, these people. And one of the staffers, um, you know, responded to this. Uh, I think it was Christina Peshaw, who was the former press secretary to Ron DeSantis and now works on his reelection campaign. She responded, great, then you won't mind taking in a few thousand more. So immediately people were like, I'm sorry, Ron DeSantis is doing what? Are you going to see now planes with thousands of people? Heading their way to Massachusetts, I don't think that's the 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 case. I don't think uh, that that that's the case. But you might see more more people delivered because, as we have been discussing, and it is the one I, I, I think I have been able to to uh, hone in on the argument that simply cannot be denied. And as much as uh, the progressives and the, and the anti-DeSantis people or, 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 or you know, the anti-Republicans want to discuss it, they, they can't get around this. Everybody that we discussed, Colombia, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Venezuela, they weren't making this multi-thousand mile trek in many cases to get to Texas or Arizona, or Florida. They made this trek, whether it's 100 miles, 1,000 miles, or more, to get to the United States. Martha's Vineyard, Chicago, D.C. That's the United States. So why shouldn't the United States be engaged in taking in all these people? Why should it be solely and exclusively the purview of Del Rio and El Paso? Why is it that Chicago and New York and Martha's Vineyard in D.C. won't do their, wait for it, fair share and take in illegal immigrants to show how compassionate and decent they are, to show what America is all about? Martha's Vineyard, you know what they did today? They got buses and took the illegal immigrants and shipped them out. Sorry, 24 hours, we couldn't take it anymore. You got to go. Oh, we couldn't have you here. El Paso, they'll call a bunch of low-life bigots if not everybody has their own room and room service. But Martha's Vineyard couldn't open up their homes, couldn't open up their lives to 55050 illegal immigrants. Son of a gun. Not willing to do their fair share. D.C., well, we've gotten 8,000 illegal immigrants over the course of five months. We're being overrun. Cities of 30,000 get 10,000 people a week. The D.C. metro has over 700,000 people in it. They've gotten 8,000 people in five months. They're overrun. Fair share. Do your fair share. Take these people and care for them. They, after all, are just trying to get to America, and you, no matter whether or not we like it, are America. 
it pains us in the Midwest to think that D.C. and Martha's Vineyard are part of us. But, hey, you got to take the good with the bad. Am I right or am I right? So take it. Do your fair share. Why? Is that too much for you? This argument that the people who are talking about here, you want to talk about dignity? I don't say they don't deserve dignity. You want to talk about respect? I'm not saying they don't deserve respect. But dignity and respect don't mean you get to come into the country. You're gonna, you could talk about, uh, pick uh, the, the, the Politico. Bernie Sanders, to, to the extent that he's a human being, deserves dignity and respect. That doesn't mean I want him in my home. This commie. I, I, I don't want that. Dignity and respect doesn't mean that we give up our faculties as a nation and say, oh, well, I guess open borders. Let's get overrun and lose our sovereignty altogether. That's not dignity and respect. What about self-dignity and self-respect? That this is now a national conversation is good. Now maybe Congress can get up off their butt and get something done. Let's start with, we don't allow illegal immigration. Zero tolerance. Let's go to work. I'm Tony Katz. Jordan's jersey gets $10.1 million. This is the jersey from Game 1, 1998 NBA Finals. We're talking about the whole, you know, last dance uh, craze. They lose to Utah Jazz in that game. He went for 33 in that game. Sotheby's doing the auction. They figure it's going to give about $5 million, which will be the most a Jordan piece has ever received. A trading card of Jordan uh, got um, got $2.3 million. Got $2.3 million. $10.1 million is what it got. It's, it's more money... Then um, the, uh, we'll call it the jersey Diego Maradona was wearing uh, when uh, it was the hand of God goal. A 1986 World Cup. You, you got you to see it. You know, the handball, not a handball uh, thing. Uh, you you want to talk about a guy who I think truly believed he was God. Never mind uh, the, 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 the people. Maradona, oh, good Lord. An insane, insane moment against England. Me? I'm not buying $10.1 million jerseys. I, can, I can't afford a pair of his damn shoes. That's a whole different world. That's nuts. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. Run along now, don't be glum. Get you gone now, have some fun. And uh, we're going to do all that we can in D.C. to make sure that people have a humane uh, welcome and transfer to their final destinations. But uh, we see in the months ahead that this this problem uh, could worsen. Now, that's the mayor of Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser. And she has at least admitted that our immigration issue is indeed a national problem. 
So the question before us is why shouldn't the nation experience it? Why is it all up to El Paso and Del Rio? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Mark Hemingway joins us right now from Real Clear Investigations. Heminator is how you find him on Twitter, H-E-M-I-N-A-T-O-R. And when we saw... Uh, that uh, these uh, that Senator, I'm uh, not Senator, Governor Ron DeSantis, Mark, had sent uh, two uh, plane loads of illegal immigrants uh, to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard freaked out. This enclave in Massachusetts, making the claim, of course, that they can't handle this, that they're not set up for this. As a matter of fact, there was one uh, resident there who was on the record uh, saying, "Well, we 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 just simply don't have uh, the people." Listen. What are the most difficult challenges right now? The difficult challenges are. Uh, we have, at some point in time, they have to move to somewhere else, right? We, we cannot, we don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants, um, and we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island. Seems like a very nimby, not in my backyard kind of answer, but not having the resources, no one seems to care whether or not Texas has the resources, Mark. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, in places like Yuma, Arizona, and Del Rio, Texas, you know, you have, you know, groups of 50 people crossing the border, you know, about every hour. Um, I mean, and and somehow Martha's Vineyard is, is, is ill-equipped for this. And by the way, I think I just, I, I believe I just saw this online. Buses have arrived at Martha's Vineyard to take these people off of the island. Um, you know, they- Oh, yeah, they've been deported already. They've been they deported from Martha's Vineyard. On the island. I'm sorry, what? They've been deported from Martha's Vineyard. That is that is, yes. the, that is accurate. Yeah. They could not find room on all of Martha's Vineyard for 50 extra people. And I just, I don't even begin to know, like, what that says. You know, the thing here is, is that, you know, there have been all this, you know, wailing and gnashing of teeth about how it's wrong and immoral or human trafficking even for, you know, Abbott and, uh, um, and uh, DeSantis to be sending immigrants to other parts of the country. Never mind that this has been, you know, federal immigration policy going back as, you know, at least a decade that I know is to put immigrants on planes and fly them all over the country in the dead of night. And and that's not doing anything about the, the huge masses of people that are at the border that simply just stay in Texas or Arizona or wander off from there. Um, you know, I mean, it is complete and utter hypocrisy, and it cannot be lost on the average voter the amount of publicity that was received for 50 immigrants showing up in Martha's Vineyard versus the amount of publicity that's been given to, or, you know, or should say the, the, the lack of publicity that's been paid attention to literally like 2 million people that have crossed the border since Biden has been president. Um, I, I just, I don't know how we, you know, don't, we sustain this fiction here that somehow we can allow this kind of mass influx of immigration and we don't have to have some sort of like national solution that involves everybody and that Texas and Arizona and, and New Mexico and California just have to sit there and like absorb all this. So let's let's get into this idea of, of fictions, Mark, because we have seen two things come uh, out. First, this is a deplorable, despicable political stunt and is akin to human trafficking. The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, questioning whether or not Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida can be charged with kidnapping. And then the other one is, well, this isn't very Christian. Break these two down for me. Huh. Well, look, if you want to go into court and do a, and to like hold a hard line uh, on this notion that you cannot tra- you cannot 
traffic illegal migrants across state lines. Again, the Department of Justice and a ton of liberal NGOs and charities in this country are going to be in a whole lot of trouble for, you know, uh, um, you know, busing immigrants uh, all over the country, as they have been for a long, long time. Um, you know, this is what Democrats want. I mean, they, in fact, they actively want Democrats to go around the country because they think that the, the demographic change that it will produce will benefit them in the long run. I mean, you know, obviously there's some evidence that it's, it's being driven by immigration, ironically, that the Hispanic vote is not exactly locked up for Democrats. But for a long time, this has been their strategy. Um, there's no question in my mind that the, the fact that they will not enforce existing immigration law is a, politic, is a cynical, politically driven ploy. Um, and, you know, the reality of it, though, is that it's fine when it's all, you know, out of sight, out of mind, when, you know, the border states and, you know, a handful of localities in the country, you know, where there's barrios and, and uh, you know, tight, you know, you know, cheap apartment buildings where immigrants cluster you know, that are out of sight, out of mind, they're fine with that. But, you know, when they actually have to deal with the consequences of, of this, um, it's, it's absolutely, like, appalling. And not only is it appalling, it's actually, you know, encourages in the human tragedy that's occurring from, increasing, from encouraging these migrations up through Mexico uh, into the United States, where, you know, you'll have coyotes and cartels and other things that are, you know, raping and abusing, um, you know, migrants. Um, and you know, to say nothing of what happens when you just wander into a country when you have no, you know, official prospects um, and, you know, what what that says or, or the fact we aren't vetting a lot of these immigrants that just walk across the border. You know, some of them are indeed criminals. You know, some of them are, you know, people that we should not be letting into the country. I mean, we have an actual terrorist, you know, problem with, with terrorists crossing the, the border, southern border. So I, I just, you know, um, so the notion and, and then getting to this notion that somehow it's inhumane or, you know, uh, unchristian even to not address this politically or, you know, have a, a, a policy. I mean, look, if you're going to let if, if you really think that it's OK to let millions of people cross the border, you have to have a comprehensive, humane policy to, to deal with these people instead of just pretending it's out of sight, out of mind, which is what Democrats have been doing. And to suggest that when you create a problem for your neighbors that is massive and ongoing and has been for decades and you know you refuse to deal with that and then you scream that they're unchristian when they you know make you deal with a small portion of what they've been dealing with just to prove a point um then i I don't know what to say i mean that that's that's very uncompassionate that's certainly not christian either but let's uh, just to take it a, a little step further, Mark. When I first saw this idea of how unchristian, it wasn't coming from the political left per se. It was coming from Bill Crystal, who still claims to be a, a conservative, and 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 never mind his level of, of movement. It came from supposedly people, or, or I should say, people who supposedly believe themselves still to be on the political right. It's a very, it was a very political calculated move to make this claim of being unchristian as opposed to something that is is just um, uh, hip check reflexive. Like it, it definitely seemed as purposeful to try to inflict a level of damage and give uh, people opposed to DeSantis, opposed to recognizing this border issue to give them one more talking point. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't even know what to say to that except to say that a, a lot of the people saying that are not what I would call authentically conservative uh, at all. Um, I mean, 
I know Bill Crystal. I, in fact, I worked for him for eight years at the Weekly Standard. Um, and I, I just honestly, beside myself, I don't even know what to say about, you know, a lot of the stuff that comes out of his mouth anymore. I mean, Bill Crystal used to be on the board of Americans United for Life. Um, and yet, if you look at any of the rhetoric um, that he has said in the last year about the Dobbs decision, it's pretty clear that Bill Crystal has changed and is no longer conservative, not that somehow the conservative movement left him as he continually protests. Um, because I don't know how you say go from being, you know, on the board of one of the biggest pro-life organizations in the United States to all of a sudden, you know, um, talking about, you know, what the Supreme Court is doing is, you know, dangerous and unprecedented um, with, you know, um, sending abortion back to the states. So, uh, you know, all I can say is that I think a lot of this stuff, these accusations of unchristian behavior, when somehow it's Christian to just let thousands of immigrants, you know, be stranded under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas for days at a time, uh, you know, but it's unchristian to send them to Martha's Vineyard. I mean, it's, it's entirely cynical. It's entirely disingenuous. And the people saying it, you know, um, should be ashamed of themselves. Talking to Mark Hemingway, uh, senior writer at Real Clear Investigations. Before I let you go, and I appreciate you taking uh, the time, it is clear that sending uh, illegal immigrants, and not not immigrants, I, I've heard people say how dehumanizing it is to use the term illegal immigrant. It's, it's not, in my view, dehumanizing at all. It is honest and clear. It's dehumanizing to send them other places. It is not. These are people who are coming to America. They didn't, they didn't cross the border to get to Texas. They crossed the border to get to America. So America is Martha's Vineyard and Chicago and Washington, D.C. and a host of, of other places. But the question before us is, does this now move the needle enough in the eyes of Americans to finally get some legislation going? And has there been, in, in, in your watching, any legislation proposed or any legislation out there that could actually stop the illegal immigration uh, at, at, at the border? I haven't even seen us get together to agree that fentanyl is bad enough to try and keep it out of the country. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't seen any of the legislation. Well, I mean, perhaps there is floating around, but I mean, obviously, with Democrats in control of Congress and Joe Biden in the White House, you're not going to get any sort of like comprehensive immigration solution. And further, you know, clearly the thing that needs to happen is we need to secure the border. I mean, this country can, in fact, handle a lot of legal immigration and would be good for us economically and otherwise to have a lot of legal immigration given our birth rates and other things. Um, but we should be in the driver's seat in terms of, you know, what, you know, what we think is acceptable levels of immigration. I mean, what's amazing to me is the people running around spouting um, that, you know, this is unchristian and, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, you know, uncompassionate or whatever to, to not stand by and just allow, you know, totally uninhibited borders in defiance of our existing law. I mean, have these people looked at, say, Canada's immigration policy, which is, you know, a skills-based, very limited immigration policy, or Australia's immigration policy, same, same thing? Uh, I mean, they would say, you know, I mean, if, if we pass that, you know, American immigration, American, American um, um, immigration policy people on the right would kill to have Canada or Australia's uh, immigration system in place here. And, you know, are these people willing to go out there and say that Canada's a nation of racists or Australia's a nation of racists? Is that when, in fact, they're, you know, more liberal fundamentally and just about every other question? No, I mean, the reality is that you can't have a large welfare state and have unrestricted immigration without there eventually being all kinds of problems to say nothing of, you know, the issues of poverty and, and other things that come with immigration. So it's, it's again, 
you cannot say that Abbott and DeSantis are, are wrong for trying to, you know, push this problem into other parts of the country rather than, you know, countries and places like Florida and Texas bear the brunt of it on our southern, you know, on, on the southern part of the United States. So it's, it's, it's just really, really um, the height of cynicism. And, you know, we've got to deal with it. You know, I don't, you know, we've got to secure the border and we've got to have a, a, an actual like orderly system for how in, people can immigrate to this country. Mark Hemingway, that's his name. You can find him at Real Clear Investigations over there, Real Clear Politics. Be sure to check it out, Mark. I appreciate you taking the time. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Just another day in economic paradise with the Dow down 331, the NASDAQ down 180. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. The CEO of FedEx, what, CEO uh, FedEx dropped 19%. Uh, the first quarter was so bad, they're redoing their entire guidance for 2023. Um, saying that he expects the economy to enter a worldwide recession. Well, yeah, so do the rest of us. I, I, I didn't even need to be the, the CEO over at FedEx. This is what's coming. This is what's happening in real time. We are here, my people. Bad spot, bad space, no end in sight. Not because I want it to be this way, but because it is. And honesty requires us to, well, be honest. So I appreciate him saying so. I don't think that's a fear thing. I think that's just... Where we're all at. If I ask uh, this, uh, this, uh, this administration to discuss it, uh, they'll tell me, oh, no, no, everything's fine. You see, the problem is Trump. You see, the problem is Trump. That's always, that's always it. You got to love it. Everything they do is Trump this, Trump that. How about the other problems? How is this? Trump's fault. This is the CEO of McDonald's speaking to the Economic Club of Chicago. The unmanageable homelessness problem in the Windy City putting McDonald's CEO in a tough spot. They've been trying to entice employees back to headquarters in Chicago and called on city and business leaders to address problems that have arisen since the pandemic. Everywhere I go, I'm confronted by the same question these days. What's going on in Chicago? There is a general sense out there that our city is in crisis. The truth is, it's more difficult today for me to convince a promising McDonald's executive to relocate to Chicago from one of our other offices than it was just a few years ago. So that's a problem with crime. If I were to ask the Biden administration about this, they'd tell me, oh, you see, the problem is Trump. The economy, Trump. Immigration, Trump, uh, crime, Trump, Trumpity, Trump, Trump, Trump. Our crime problem comes from an ideological problem of being unwilling and uh, to to engage in prosecutions. If you're unwilling to engage prosecutions, if you're unwilling to say wrong is wrong, if you have spent the past years telling people that the police are evil and everything they do to you is because of skin color, you might create issues with policing and how people respond to police in terms of not responding at all. 
if the immigration issue is always because you evil Republicans are, are uh, dehumanizing people, you don't actually solve the problem. The problem is, is that those evil, wascally Republicans are paying attention to it. The answer to the economy is to celebrate when inflation goes up. Literally have a party. Up is down, left is a banana. These people, they don't make any sense whatsoever. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. You are not crazy. There is right and there is wrong. There is, as, as in, in the Hebrew, the Yetzer Hurrah and the Yetzer Tov. There is evil and there is good. There is right and there is wrong. And it's wrong to say Trump's fault. It's right to look for solutions. Yeah, the economy doesn't look good. Oh, and the housing market? I, I should say housing in general? That's a full-blown recession. Interest rates over 6%? Full-blown! Full. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. TonyKatz.locals.com.